When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We are all, for the most part, a society of fair-minded, good, decent people with morals and pleasant dispositions. But there are times in certain circumstances where the situation gets the better of us and just pisses us off. It can be something simple, something avoidable, but no matter what it is, it gets under our skin and grinds our gears. Here's someone that's in everyone's top ten of being pissed off. It's Neil with ten pissed off facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So many things piss us off, as you as you heard. And the UK's Mirror newspaper ran a poll for what pissed people off the most. So at number 10, it was train delays. Your mama was a snowblower. At number nine, it was roadworks. Fuck you, that's my name. <laughs> at number eight, having to ask people for money they owe you. You son of a motherless goat. At number seven, when you break something in a moment of stupidity. You warthog-faced buffoon. <laughs> My life, that one. Six, <laughs> falling over, tripping in public. Spring Number five, being sat in traffic. Fuck your own face! <laughs> number four, cyclists who don't obey the highway code, such as skipping red traffic lights. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Number three, losing your wallet. Yeah. F off. F off. Number two, queuing for a long time. Man, shut the fuck up. Come on. And number one, drivers who don't use their indicators. Now, to counteract this, I got in touch with the Mayo Clinic and they sent me a 10 things to do to calm yourself down and not get pissed off. So here we are. We'll quickly fly through these. Maybe we Go can on use then. these tonight. So one, think before you speak. Uh, once calm, express express your concern. Number three, exercise. Are you feeling happier, Pav? Yeah. <laughs> number four, try identifying possible solutions. Uh, number five, stick with I statements. Number six, don't hold a grudge. Number seven, take time out. 
Number eight, use humour to release tension. Number nine, practice relaxation skills. And number ten, know when to seek help. So anybody my cold. Can, <laughs> can I ask you what what's the name of that list? Uh, that was from the Mayo Clinic for mental yeah. health. And that's going to go on my pissed off list now. Uh, I don't yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Mayo Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard her already. Uh, And first of all, welcome to episode 50. Episode 50 of these things. Um, Which, you know, it's a great great landmark to get to. And we thought of one person that we want to just let everything go for this episode. It has to be Bethany Dwyer. Actress, uh, writer, director, producer, musician, star of the US office. I mean, just everything. Ladies Stand and up gentlemen. comic, too. That's Stand up one. comic as well, of course. Yeah, I, I'm so sorry. How are you, Bethany? No, I'm How are I'm things? I'm kidding. There's so many. Uh, I'm fantastic. I'm excited. I'm excited that this is the 50th. Like, I get a milestone. I was on once, and then, like, now I get like this milestone thing. I'm also excited that I got the the box in oh the care package fine i can't wait to try that we're gonna get it filmed so i'll send that to you guys when we do it uh because i have a feeling i'm gonna really hate it um (laughs) i think you will might not you might i think you will i think i might not but i i've been reading things about it and i was asking people and they're just like oh that's not good that stuff's not good so but who knows i'm i'm open and i Mm. like a lot of weird shit so I'm into it. But the thing is, it would have been interesting having it before, whether it would have ended up being on your top 10 of things that piss you off. Because it may, I, I would think it could be. Yeah, food rarely pisses me off, even if I don't like it, because I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. Right. So I have this weird thing with food. Like, I'm just like, oh, this is so nice. Like, a, like a, either an animal died or a plant, Herbert, <laughs> a plant yeah. lost its life. Uh, or whatever, but food doesn't really piss me off. What pisses me off is usually like the service that comes with the food because I also don't cook. So um, it's usually being delivered to me in some way. Right. Uh, right. Maybe that, but not so to food. the people that are listening to the podcast. Let me just explain that there isn't a man called Herbert uh, with uh, Bethany at the moment. She just kissed a plant. Just yeah. just so if you hear a kissing noise and the word name Herbert, we're not watching Bethany kissing a man. While we're doing a podcast, that's a different kind of podcast, I'm sure. Only on OnlyFans, but let's, yeah, let's not go into that. So, yes, our our subject this week is top 10 things that piss you off. Before we do that, things that don't piss us off is our Patreon fans. Oh, Oh, uh, thank you very much, Patreon. So, thank you to Jenny and thank you to Chris Arkell uh, for joining our Patreon. Um, Enjoy the rewards. And, uh, you know, we may be talking to to one or two of them in the future. So thank you ever so much for that. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. we have pressing engagements in regards to sorting out what our top 10 pissed off things are. Now, I'm somebody that gets pissed off very easily. So I just wondered with you guys, have you got sort of quiet, peaceful dispositions or are you just ready to to blow? Um, Bethany, are you ready to blow? (laughs) Um, no, I actually am really even keeled. Like I, okay. I'm like, rarely do people like it just, yeah, I don't care. 
<laughs> I just okay. don't care about other people. And not in that way where I like don't care about humanity. I, I, I maybe it's because I do care so much, but like what somebody else does really doesn't affect me. And I like to keep it that way. Um, so it's very rare. Now, interestingly enough, though, road rage, I, I do have that. Like, that's the only time where it'll like, boop, it'll come up a little bit where I'll be like, oh, like, and then I'm like, they're probably having a bad day. They're probably in a hurry. You go right ahead. Uh, like that kind of stuff. Um, but otherwise, I have a very, very long fuse. But then once you, you know, once that fuse hits, then it's another story. Right. Neil, what about you? Yeah. Well, you've known me long enough. I'm not a man that gets that pissed off. I really no, that is true. I'm a bit like Bethany. I just can't be bothered to be pissed off. It's yeah. a wasted uh, emotion. <laughs> I just think... Yeah. I just an energy sucker. Yeah, I just try and move on. I mean, I get very annoyed sometimes, but to actually say I'm pissed off, no, it doesn't happen very often. But like you, Bethany, once it does happen, things will be smashed. <laughs> yeah 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 and neil same i hit annoyance mm. real easy like that i'll i'm annoyed i mean it was hard for me to make this list because i have just so many things that i can put on it because my pissed off is really just annoyed mm. and yeah. yeah and there are just endless amounts of things that annoy me um but but yeah i, I think it's a waste of energy i think um it, it actually takes away from your day yeah not yeah, the person who's doing the awfulness. And usually the person who's doing the awfulness doesn't even have a clue. I think that's the trouble. I'm, I'm one of these ones that it will bury inside my brain and stay with me for a couple of days, even when, like you say, the person that has done it has just flitted off with his life and car- or her life and carried on, mm. isn't even thinking about it, where it's burying deep inside my brain and affecting every waking moment of my life. Mm. Not good, pal. Right, Bethany, um, start us off with your number 10 then, please. My number 10. Well, this is going to sound weird to some people, but um, what really pisses me off is the business side of business. Okay. Okay. Right? Like anything to do with business pisses me off. Like I just want to do my art and create art and, and... do this and it's really not the job. The job is all this other stuff that I'm terrible at and I can't stand like networking and social media and it's all about all that, right? I just, I it really pisses me off. Like I, it, it's almost speechless, which is why I put it first. Cause I was like, I, this is just so genuine and real. And I thought, well, the first one's just gonna be real. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I slowly, as I did, the thing was like, I should probably do less real ones um, because I won't make them as funny. But yeah, I don't know what it is about business. I just, it chaps my hide. And I mm-hmm. always feel like the people who get to pull all the strings and tell you what to do and all that kind of stuff are like the least funny, least creative, have no idea what they're talking about, but they have the money or they have the pull or they, and it's just like, eh. Like yeah. we got to change the system or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's the people who who stop people from being creative. That's the thing, isn't it? But they're the ones yeah. that give the people the chance to be creative, which I think yeah. is the, is it, yeah, it's 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 um annoying, annoying, That's annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's like all the stuff that how do I explain this? Like, like 
you have to have a certain amount of followers or you have to have uh, this show or you have to have that to get anything. And then you're like, but wait, what if I'm funny, just genuinely funnier than this person? Like, yeah. why wouldn't that? And then if you put me up there, then yeah, I'm going to get more followers. It's like this weird thing that happens of just, mm. it's the whole networking. Maybe it's not the business. It's the networking thing. I'm yeah. really not good at. I'm not good at like, hey, you want to go on a date? You want to do this, find the thing and I'll give you that. No, I, <laughs> I'll be the one who's like, this bitch over here is trying to get me, you know, like I'm the worst. So um, yeah, that part. It, it it's annoying. I don't know how it is over there. No, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just the way that the it is same. these days, isn't it? It's all about how many followers you've got and how yeah. much influence you've got as opposed to how much talent you've got. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the, the key, which will be why we'll it's, mention Like that. we've said before, it's like a Black Mirror episode. We're all about the likes. It's everything that's becoming the likes. Yeah. 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 And, and it's sad. really not genuine either no. because they'll like buy likes or buy people or buy, and it absolutely works. Like people just see it and they're like, yep. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. You well, know? People, people <laughs> do things that, that it's not them naturally. They are doing it for the likes as opposed to being then the natural set. Oh, that really pisses me off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> It right? works. It works. Uh, go on then, Neil, you're number 10. So quite an easy one. And this is very, uh, as I say, I don't get pissed off very often, but it does annoy me is when you sit down, you take your beautiful, beautiful time unloading yourself in the loo only to find there's no toilet paper. Okay. It, um, you don't check first. Sometimes you haven't got time, have you? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sometimes you just don't then, have time. Then you are uh, in a conundrum. Oh, I said conundrum and dump at the same time. Conundrum. <laughs> um, no matter what. Mm. Because yeah. you wouldn't have had time to go get it either way. Oh, man, that's sad. And sometimes, I don't know whether it's like that in the in the US, but in the UK, so if you do have to use a public toilet, which I really don't like to do anyway, they sometimes got a flap over anyway. And I yeah. always forget to lift to make sure there's the paper underneath. So you're like, you've done your business and then you lift it up and you think, yeah, that's not good, is it? Yeah. So as they say, goodbye socks or whatever. Goodbye socks? Well, I, I'm not a commando man. You know, wearing yeah. a kilt does not lend it in yeah. this climate to being, client, uh, to being commando. So you, like, you've used the inner tube sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. inner tube. Well, the card. Yeah, you have actually to used a sock? That was no, a no, I haven't actually. I'll tell you, uh, okay. genuinely, uh, thankfully I've had a hanky. A, oh, a, a cotton hanky, and I yeah. have used that. And you hang on. Re- so, what do you do with it after? You don't flush that. No, of course not. So you put it back in your pocket. No, I chuck it over the cubicle door. <laughs> have some of that, yeah. and then run. No, you try and put it, uh, stick it to the bottom of your shoe. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that they know it wasn't you. Because yeah, obviously, that's... you're not going to stick your own dirty hanky on the back of your shoe. And yeah, you're like, exactly. who's this dirty monkey? Who would do this? Right? Yeah, and then exactly. it's somebody else's. Evil genius. I will be Evil using genius. that. I will be using that if it ever happens again. But it yeah. is annoying. Even when you're at home and then you have to, when you know the toilet roll is just in the cupboard next to the bathroom where I am, you have to still do that awkward shuffle to get it and then shuffle back. And it's annoying. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. With like public toilets i like most of them the the cubicles will have space at the top and the bottom won't they yeah sometimes you will go to a restaurant and it'll be a completely secure cubicle i do do find that quite comforting 
when it's like there's there's no gaps. Is that just me, or do other people feel? No, like... I, I know what you no, mean. No, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It just feels like it's I... your own little house for that a little bit of more privacy, isn't it? Yeah, the ten fifteen I minutes always you're in think... there. Yeah, I always think whoever comes in is going to look in the crease yeah. of where it opens. I just feel like, and I never want to, so I don't know why I think everyone else does, but I no. do think they're just standing out there like, <laughs> oh, okay, all right. And you sit there and you, it's busy and you realize that the lock doesn't work, so you have to stick your foot against the door so that nobody else like oh, bangs into the door. Oh, yeah. oh, God, I've definitely, I've gone in the bathroom like this the whole time just to try and hold the door to make yeah. sure. Like yeah. the locks janky, you're like no, 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 no. Yeah, it can be it can be stressful. It can be very, very yeah. stressful. It can be, yeah, this That's is why disgusting. I don't. I try not to go to public toilets. Really yeah. do well, you know, for that one. Yeah, I really don't. I really don't. Uh, okay, my number ten is uh, people who cut in line. Uh, people Ooh. who think that they have the um, well, they just have the audacity that people have been waiting for however long that they that the rules don't apply to them. Mm. That they can just wander in, and and it's normally people that look like they've got a bad smell under their nose. They they look like they're better than everybody else, and it's even when you go to. I mean, I've not been to many massive gigs, but I've been to a couple where you get there early so you can get by the stage or as near to the stage as possible, and you wait there for hours and hours and hours, and then some complete knobhead just comes in and says, oh, "Excuse me, excuse me," tiptoes over everybody. To just st- sit as, or stand as close as they can. We went to a gig years ago, and a guy it, there was thousands there, and we'd been waiting for for hours. And this guy decided to do that and got like ten foot away from the stage and stood there, and everybody booed him. There was like yeah. oh, three, four thousand people, and he just stood there because he knew that he was like he thought he was better than everybody else. And then decided, I think, in the end, a security guard said, "Come here, mate. No, everybody's been waiting for hours. You can't just come up and stand like that." And he sort of did the walk of shame back <laughs> out again. But it's like, why do people feel that they can do that? I don't understand what their thinking is. I don't know. I think it comes from those people who are also chronically late, right? Like you can wait for them, but they're not going to wait. Yeah. 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 That same kind of entitlement. Yeah. I like the ones who like are sneaky about it. Like they pretend they know you or someone else like, Oh, Oh, I love your shirt. It's so great. And then they sneak in and you're like, bitch, this isn't where you go. Okay. Thanks for the compliment. Now move it back there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and some people get away with it. Very well, much. Because somebody doesn't want to say, like, hey, you just cut. I will. But that's the thing. The majority of people, I think especially in England, because people won't say boo to a goose. Mm. They right. will just let people go in and they think, they'll get angry about it. I'll do that. I'll get angry about it. But I won't go and say to somebody, that's out of order. Because they might have a knife or something, you know. I don't know. Well, I saw oh, it because uh, you're scared. Yeah. That's funny. I'm a pussy. Yeah. See, I, 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 I'm just, you know, I don't want confrontation. I saw an issue of this at um, uh, Disneyland Paris. We were there, I took my kids, and we were watching the big parade, the night parade, and we were all stood in the, the, the mass queues down the side of the street. And this French guy with his young girlfriend decided they wanted to be right at the barrier. So they pushed past all of the adults, then all the kids, and stood in front of them. So I wish I had the audacity that the Spanish guy next to me had, where he grabbed them both by the back of the collars, literally, and pulled them back yeah. over the kids. Yeah. Yeah, we were all cheering. Mm. I mean, he did go off and they ended up in a fight and security had to come. But it was, <laughs> yeah. I thought, fair play to you. Fair yeah. play. 
Actually, yeah. that's one of the worst places for it is because everybody wants a photo with Eeyore or with Mickey yeah. Mouse, and it ends up being a free for all. Or when we went, it was no, there wasn't mm. any there wasn't any system, and people would just jump in and like again you being. Uh, being British, you tend to go, oh, no, no, after you. No, no, after you. Yeah, we got qualifications the in the queuing, haven't we? It was just, ah, oh, I'm just going to get in there. Uh, okay, then, Bethany, you're number nine, then, please. Number nine, I have uh, talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> Can just, you be a bit more specific? Oh, yeah. Well, more specifically, when you run into somebody and you, even if you like them, like, I just don't. Like, that's not what's on my mind today. If I'm going to do something, it's because I have that in my head. And if I run into somebody, there's all the pressure. Like, do I remember their name? Do I remember why I know them? Do I really? And small talk, maybe this is part of it. It's, I really can't do the, like, how are you? Because even I'm asking, how are you? Like, and I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I Genuinely, like, like I said, and I, I don't mean to be a bitch, but like, I got shit to do and I, this wasn't planned. Like you're not my mm. friend and I, maybe you are, but I still like, I didn't have time in my day to do this. And because I'm so ADD, it could literally spin me out of my day. We could have a conversation and now I'm getting donuts, uh, you know, down the street. Like, I don't know, but I, I don't, I just, and then just talking to random people. Like if you go outside and then like, there's a neighbor, I can't speak loud because, because my courtyard's open. I have neighbors <laughs> So it sounds like I don't like them and I love them, but I, but you know, sometimes I just want to look at a tree. Mm, yeah. I just look at a tree. I, I don't want to, I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to know about your coffee and the weather. I, de- I live in California. The weather is the same all the time. Stop it. Yeah. 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 And so, do you make that conscious effort sometimes when you see, maybe you're in the store or something and you see somebody, you know, and you always know that they just have this inane conversation all the time and you quite like them, but you hide <laughs> so you don't see them all the time yeah Mm. oh i will leave i will stop doing what i need to do Mm. just because i'm like i can't i can't do it right now i'll go to another store and have to drive somewhere else like Mm -hmm. that's how bad and i also have really bad facial recognition like you know how people are always like oh i for i i know if i don't forget a face not me I like, I actually remember voices. Like, so if you start talking to me, I'll be like, oh, that's how I know this person. Like my fiance makes fun of me all the time. We'll be watching a movie. I'm like, oh, is that so, is that like, I don't even, I can't even come up with a name. Like, is that Brad Pitt? And he's like, absolutely not. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So like I have, you know, and it's Samuel Jackson or something. And it's just like, I, I can't place people and especially if I'm on the spot like that, or they come up to me, it's like deer in headlights. All my fight or flight goes on and my brain just goes, I'm done. I'm not going to work right now. Yeah, yeah. That's why I call everybody mate because I don't know their names. Yeah. And I just cannot. And it will be a conversation where someone has said, oh, this is so-and-so. And then two minutes later, I completely forgotten their names. Yeah. And then yeah. you feel like I haven't listened. I haven't listened to what you've just said because I, I say I don't care. And it just, I think, I don't know whether it's lazy or whether it's just, you just, I just don't have the, the mental fortitude to remember people's names. Yeah. What about you, Tim? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I do, I completely agree. I completely agree. It's, um, yeah. 
it, it's the small talk. It's like you say, I've, I, I find myself lately doing the um, closed mouth smile nod now when I see someone I know. <laughs> you just walk past and go, like that and then they do the same and then you just walk past each other yep. oh that's a uk thing yeah and there's there's no conversation yeah yeah i wish i'm gonna try it though that's yeah. it that's all you gotta do yeah. and then hopefully they'll do the same and then you just walk past like like two ships passing in the night that's it and then i feel like this space is like need in need of a curtsy when i do like because <laughs> <laughs> then maybe they're just like what's up with this one like i'm getting out of here you want so, to try yeah. that Try that yeah. next time you see some one of your neighbours or whatever and see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. Go on then, Neil. You're number nine. It's not a theme running in it, but it seems to be. It's standing in dog shit. Those lazy-ass <laughs> bastards that do not pick up their dog's crap off of the floor, paths, wherever. You know, and I see it. I mean, we're lucky we live in the countryside, so there's plenty of places for a dog to run off into a field and shit wherever it wants over in the field. But the people that let it do it on the footpaths, you know, where kids walk, kids ride, kids play, and then proceed not to pick it up. There's no excuse. Simple as. And it annoys me. It's so hard to get off your shoe as well. Yeah, it really is. It's interesting the way you put it, because you said standing in dog shit, as if you stepped in it. And then stayed there. <laughs> yes. It, well, the dog shit in England's like glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I got from that. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that would piss me off too, because then my brain just wouldn't know to pick up my foot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. He's still no, stating, yeah. I am pissed off with this, but he's still just standing in the yeah. shit. Yeah, somebody does everyone please. see? Does yeah. everyone see I stepped in shit? Could somebody please remove this now? Right, and your like, foot's just planted. You're like, I'm fucking pissed about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's still there. That's it. <laughs> And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's Bethany's English accent there. And it's I can't than wait. Ours. I might do my whole thing in an English oh, accent. Oh, it's a lot better than ours. It really yes, is. Indeed. It, it is. Indeed. I wasn't going to say anything. That is a good one, though, Neil. That is a good one. Yeah. And, and people have said it before, but where have the white, crumbly dog poos gone? You don't oh, see I, them anymore. I heard about this, and I can answer Oh, this. excellent. So the QI elves, if you watch QI in this country, is a quiz show about quite interesting stuff. And they found out why it was. In the 70s and into the early 80s, people in the UK fed their dogs normal bones from the butchers a lot more. Oh, so the yeah. calcium was getting into the poo hence why it was becoming white. The moving on and the, the people saying it's not right that you feed dogs meat and okay. bones. And everything. Yeah, we've got vegan dog food and everything. Over oh, here. my God. So they want to kill their dog. Yeah. And and saying so, it's um, not right. I'm going to add an 11. I'm going to add an <laughs> yeah, 11. There you go. Because that's fucking bullshit. <clears throat> and that's why. That is why. People have stopped giving their dogs proper bones. bones. There you go. Well, thank you, Neil. Thank you yes. for scratching that itch for me. Yeah. Bless you. Okay, my number nine uh, is bad commercials. Ooh. Now, I've, I listen to a lot of podcasts and they have ad, ad, you know, adverts and commercials on. And it's when you have ones where it's supposed to be a family saying natural things. And you can tell that it's actors that are doing it. Now, I was going to specifically with, with you, Bethany, if you've, you've done commercials, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I have one out right now. Oh, do you? Yeah. Can you tell us what it's for? It's for Hormel Chili. Wow. Yes. And you, you can look it up. It's gone viral. Has it? Yeah. What's it called? I'm going to have to watch this. 
It's called Hormel Chili. And uh, hold on, I'll tell you the name of it right now. Because if you go on YouTube and you type in Hormel Chili, it comes right up. Well, I'll put it in the video playlist for our Patreon subscribers so that we can definitely all get to see it. It's called Fantastic. Fantastic. Right, okay. Okay, You're about to see it. Oh, wait, there's a glare. Oh, no, we can see it. There we go. There we go. Ready? Look at all my legs. Look at all those legs. Look at that! (laughs) Wow. Right, now see, that's, that's... good because that's a comedic and it's fun it's when people when you they try and make it out that people are real people but you know that they're actors and it never sounds yeah. right and it sounds bad and it sounds awful and they're the ones that really just get on my nerves um and I'm, 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 it's a bit more specific than just saying bad commercials because there are a lot of bad commercials um bernard matthews was one in our country the, the selling turkey burgers and stuff like that was one that i can remember being being like really bad and then sometimes bad commercials really bad commercials can be iconic as well you can end mm. up getting ones that that's the reason you remember them yeah um but um yeah I'm, I'm assuming things like commercials are things that you you audition for for things like that do you oh yeah you have to audition so so how when if it's something where i mean what was that a 30 second commercial did you have to do lots of kicking for that Oh yeah, it was, uh, well, you, you audition more than once because you go and you audition and then you get a, what's called a callback. And then they'll, usually for commercials at the callback, everyone will be there. The producers, the director, uh, when it's scripted, you go through lots of stages. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of dancing. I mean, I was exhausted after the first audition and the second one, I think I got the part because I was just so genuine at the end. I laid down. I was like, fuck it, I'm tired. Like, right. I can't dance for you as a monkey anymore. And I laid down and they all lost their shit. And I was like, no, I'm genuinely tired. Like, <laughs> this is real. Um, and then I left and I was like, well, I definitely don't have that because I physically needed to rest. Um, but then I ended up getting it. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of work Excellent. on the day. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. And that'll be usually a lot of fun to do, commercials. Yeah, I think, well, for me, mostly because I do comedic ones that I love it. I mean, but you know, those, those, there's some commercials that I'd be like, oh God, I would hate to have to know all that copy. And you're just kind of standing there, you know, giving all this information like that's not, that would suck. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, there you go. We've got something for the video playlist for everybody to, uh, to look at. Um, Bethany, you're number eight then, please. My number eight. Well, right now I got to shut this window because somebody's barbecuing and it's just all the chemicals are coming into my brain and I won't be able to. Sorry about this. I think (laughs) we, you know what we should do today? We should just try and do all of the distractions possible. Yeah. (laughs) Top 10 distractions. Uh, Hold on. I have one more window. Okay. All right. I don't want to, no one wants to smell that lighter fluid. Okay. Okay. Number eight. Pet owners, so a little bit like with what we were talking about, pet owners who walk their dog in 85 degree weather or hotter and they don't protect their fur baby's paws. I can't. And the the dog's like, I mean, struggling. And they're just like, look at the sun. Look at the tree. It's Mm. like, oh my God, do you have zero compassion for the animal you so-called love? Like, I want to go up to them and like confront them mm. you know like yeah. i want to be like put your face on this tar right now 
and tell me how hot you think it is and then pick up the little baby's paws. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. it, cause that was another genuine one and I moved it a little bit so we wouldn't have two real things that pissed me off, <laughs> but no. it just makes me sad. That is yeah. something that we're going through at the moment because we're having like the hottest days ever recorded at the moment. And a lot of on social media is people saying, why are people taking their dogs out? Why are you taking your dog out for a walk? You are going to kill your dog. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's um, very prudent for what we're going through yeah. at the moment. Yeah. 40 yeah. degrees it's supposed to be next week, apparently. apparently the hottest now, now, obviously, too. I think in, in California, that's that's just a normal day, isn't it? Something like 40 degrees. Uh, well, you guys are on uh, Celsius, Oh, that's right? true. That is what true. is it in Fahrenheit? So that's around about 140. Four or something like that. Oh yeah, that's normal summer. Yeah, for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you do it. I don't, honestly don't know. But, but then we're again, British, we melt exactly. But the, the majority of people in California and America have air conditioning, don't they? Whereas we yes. don't. We we just have silly little fans on our feet. That's just. Yeah, that's absurd. If it's 104, yeah. Then um, then it's like worry about your pets, maybe. But what about you? Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. We just um, don't move. We end up putting our feet in a bowl of water because we don't have swimming pools in our gardens yeah. either. And that's, and that's it. it. <laughs> that's that's all so we do bad. to go cold. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you put right, ice cubes in it. Sorry? You put ice cubes in the water. Well, oh, the no. cost of living at the moment. No, no. you can't, you can't oh. do that. <laughs> we only have little little paddling pools. That's just like little, you know, little tiny things. But uh, yeah. I actually have one in my garden as we speak, a little child's yeah. paddling pool. Uh, not for the kids though just for me uh neil your number eight please quite simply facebook oh. okay i've got i've got social media at number seven so um i will jump in it basically is i don't actually mind social media and facebook if you're there reading something nice about a friend or that i mean i've come off of facebook pretty much now because i'm so fed up with the tosses that keep putting out something like check myself into hospital, not feeling well. And then everybody's got a comment. You okay, hun? I don't give a fuck whether you're okay. Just don't put it out on Facebook. Who cares? Or I'm feeling really depressed and it's sympathy attention maybe. And everybody wanting to be felt acknowledged. And I find Facebook just full of fakeness and fake book. It's horrible now. I don't like it at all. But it is it's pronounced. Word. It's pronounced Facebook, though. Just you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does no. have his trouble with his and his C's with his C's and K's. Yeah, get them mixed up. Yeah, yeah. I get, get them mixed up. I've told him before. Yeah, but it is. It's yeah. just an annoying thing, and it does. I sort of when I do get tempted back to have a look, I literally have one swipe up, and I'm like, you know. Jeremy's saying how much he's doing this, that, and this. And I think I really don't care. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, I hate the post that says, guys, it's my last day on Facebook. Oh, I'm yeah. Getting off. And it's like, just get off. Yeah. Why yeah. are you telling it? Like, do you want us to be like, no, don't go? Like, what is happening? Yeah. I, I can't, I can't with it. I go on because I have to, you know, like I post. And then I just like the first three things I see. Boop, boop, boop. I don't even read them. I don't care. So hopefully I'm not liking crappy stuff. But I just boop, boop, boop. And then, and then I post. And then I leave. No. I can't. All yeah. social media makes me crazy. And everyone, it makes everyone crazy. They just haven't realized it yet. Yeah. And I think, because yeah. the reason I've got it at number seven is because it's, if, you're, if you do things like a podcast or if you're creative, it's a wonderful outlet to get your stuff to people that would never normally 
know who you are. I mean, we've spoken to people in America, you know, because of social media, we have people that listen to our podcasts, you know, in, over the last nine years from all over the world. Now, that wouldn't happen if it wasn't for social media. But we're so reliant on social media now. And it's the fact that you have people, um, I can't remember the guy's name, I've been, because I've been doing this fitness thing. I do, I, I do a Facebook Live every morning and I've been on, I do TikTok and I don't understand what TikTok's all about, but I post a video every morning just to say how I'm, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. But it's more for me. It's more it keeps me accountable to myself that I've got to do it every day because I'm going from a walk and doing all that sort of stuff. But there are people on there, like I said earlier on, that this one guy, I can't remember his name, but he started off as this slim, good-looking young guy that just did food reviews and now he's 400 pounds and he cries on on screen because it gets him likes he's just gorging himself on every kind of bad food just to get likes so the and obviously he makes money from it but that's all he does and people are saying why are you killing yourself to get likes and to make money mm. and i don't understand it that's the bit i don't understand and it becomes toxic because then people are nasty to everybody if you've got a view that people don't agree in or, or if people are different to somebody else, it's a wonderful thing, the internet, but it can be just evil as well. And that's why I think yeah. social media pisses me off because there's a lot of people on there that are famous because they're on social media, not because they've done anything, but because they want to be seen. Mm. So I remember there was like a wave here when you know vine came out and mm. i think instagram was already and all this stuff and they were taking these people who say on vine had all of these followers where if you remember vine was like five or six seconds like that's yeah. all you had and they gave them tv shows and it was like the worst tv shows you could ever imagine because these people are not not that all of them aren't talented but to come up with something for five seconds and then to actually hold an audience for 30 minutes or 22 minutes and then every episode, like, come on, guys, this is not going to translate. So it's interesting. Yes, what you're saying, like certain people will get followers for doing certain things. It doesn't necessarily make them like talented or smart. Like, look at this guy. He's killing himself. I mean, at some point we have to go. I think this should be like a lesson in every school. Like what the damage so. of social media yeah. and, and how the validity that it may feel in the second is really not going to help your life. No. In any way. Yeah. No. And it's the fact that people can be somebody completely different, a keyboard warrior, you know, they could yeah. go at somebody with the anonymity of not nobody knowing who they are and they can say what they want with no repercussions, I think, as well, is, is the thing that, that really pisses me off more than anything else, I think. Yeah, and a lot of people post up rubbish about, you know, what they think is right, and their view yeah. is the right view, and that exactly. starts to worry me. Uh, you know? yeah. I mean, that's Facebook all day. So. Yeah. 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 I've unfollowed, not unfollowed, like, because uh, then they would know. But I've yeah. kept people friends, but, like, muted. Uh, literally everyone, like, all I see are, like, cats. And like, like a funny meme page. Like at this point, I have no family, no friends, because I've just muted everybody. Yeah. Um. At this point, yeah. But there's nothing. There's nothing worse than when you have somebody on Facebook as a friend that you admire, and then all of a sudden you find out what their political beliefs are, and you think, ah, shit, I need to maybe just just mute yeah. that person then, because I thought they were, they were like nice people, but I don't agree with a particular political view or religious view or something or. 
racism or homophobia and you think, all right, no, okay. You know, but like you say, you don't want to be nasty and not be friends with them. You just need to like not see what their That's opinions saying, yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, then Beth, your number seven, please. My number seven is, and I don't know if your Netflix is the same way, but I'm having major issue with the voiceover actors on these foreign shows. They're horrible. Like, do you guys have any of the foreign shows on your on your Netflix and then like the ADR in an English accent? Oh, well, like Squid Games and those sort yeah. of things. Oh, yeah. 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 So like what's interesting about Squid Games is I thought they did a pretty okay job, even though they were, it still didn't match the faces, like the voices with the faces did not match, but I'm finding that they're getting worse. Like now they're just like, I feel like they're looking at a sheet of paper, like who's available. Great. Just bring them in. And she's like 11 and she's playing a 40 year old man. Like, I just, I don't know. what's going on in these shows, but like you hear the voice and you hear what, and the acting is just terrible. It's like, I, it's, and it annoys me and I get upset because I'm like, I really want to know what's happening, but I cannot listen to you guys anymore. And then I turn it off. I haven't noticed it. The only one I noticed was Squid Game. Uh, And I had to, I had to change it from, from the voiceover to just having subtitles because it was just, it became so distracting. Yeah. The, the people just weren't it just didn't sound right it just didn't sound good at all yeah uh, and that's, that's what i'm saying that was the best one i think they did oh wow yeah it's just wow. gone <laughs> it's just tanked from there right neil oh, have you seen and i don't want to read i don't i have seen them but as you know i i for some reason i have a great ability to watch subtitles i can do it all day every day yeah that, yeah, yeah. yeah and i don't really choose that option but I won't watch something if they don't give you the option not to. So if it hasn't got the option to not watch it in subtitles, I tend to because of the same as you, Bethany. I'm not interested. I can't be watching someone talking like that. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Okay. Uh, Neil, you're number seven, please. Um, Quite a simple one in itself, inflicted. It's when you stub your toe. And especially walking wherever at night. I do like to walk around barefoot when I'm home alone. And I have this knack of always stubbing one of, you know, it's always one of my big toes, always. On a door, everything. And I hate it. I bloody hate it. Massive big toes, though, Neil. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like a hobbit, just in the big toad. Yeah. They are just massive big toes. They are. They're like, you know, I could hitchhike with them. (laughs) You could. (laughs) <laughs> and you'd get seen very quickly as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see me coming around a corner four, four minutes before <laughs> I actually do, they're that big. <laughs> yeah. What no, but I do. Um, it's a horrible thing, isn't it? It's like standing on Lego, I suppose, is the other alternative. It's just that pain, that sudden pain, and you're like, holy shit, I'm losing my foot. Mm. You know what would be worse? Go on, you know what would be worse than that? Is stubbing your toe. You're stubbing your toe. In the pile of dog shit. Oh, you see, rock hard dog yeah. shit. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. That would be like, because then it's two and one. Oh, I imagine then I probably would get pissed off. You slid in the dog shit, which caused you to stub your toe. Oof. Mm-hmm. And then you'd stand up because you have to stand in the dog shit while yeah. you exclaim, exclaim that you were pissed off. That's it. And yeah. then I'd have to tell everybody on Facebook. It's a whole yeah. process. It's a whole process. Um, okay, right. I did say that um, 
social media was my number seven. I'm going to swap it with my number eight. So my number seven is mobile phones. Now, mobile phones well, are the greatest... that's my number four. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, it, they are the greatest thing that's ever been invented. I think they are amazing. Um, the things that you can do on a mobile phone now, they're more powerful than the rocket that took the man to the moon in 69. Those kind of things just blow your mind. And the stuff that you can do, that you can talk to somebody anywhere in the world face-to-face is amazing. But the fact that it's destroyed family life and Mm -hmm. family conversations and just, I mean, look, I'm probably contradicting myself in the fact that I'm the same as you, Bethany, with like the small talk thing. I don't particularly like small talk, but it stopped conversation. You know, you go on a bus or you go on a train, everybody has their head down and are on their Mm -hmm. phone. I'm the same. I'm not saying... My wife listened to this podcast. She'd be saying, you're the worst one out of everybody. You're always on that bloody phone. Yes, I am, because I'm always doing things with about the podcast. I'm promoting and stuff like that. But it becomes something that you're tied to and something that you feel. First thing I do whenever I wake up in the morning, look at my phone. If I go for my 50-year-old 3 a.m. wee in the morning, when I get back, I pick up my phone. Why? Nobody's going to contact me at 3 in the morning. But it's a thing, that it's an obsession that becomes yeah. something that I feel, I, it pisses me off when I think about it, that I'm, I'm stuck to it. And I know that I shouldn't be, and I know that I could probably put it down, but I know there's a part of me that would be going, it'd be like a drug. And I just need to just have a look, because somebody might message me, somebody might just ask me a question, you know, and it's horrible. I hate but it's, it. when you go to like shopping malls or wherever you're, wherever you're going, that nearly everybody is walking around with a phone in front of them. And it's really, it's quite, it's weird to people watch now because mm. everybody's become generic. They're all the same. Yeah. yeah. Or seeing a concert. It's like the, the band's right in front of you. Yes. Why are you watching through your phone? Yeah. Like yeah. it's mind blown. Um, It's funny. Cause I, and maybe this will help you, but I, I coach empowerment as well to, to people. And one of the things I tell people who feel the same way uh, that you do is that this is power. And if you allow this to control you, the power uh, is in this hand. And then if you take your power back and you put it down, so it's, it's a, a big difference. Like you have the power to put it down if you want to. Like mm. if somebody's calling you, why do they get to have you at that second or texting you or whatever? Why they like back in the day, they would have had to write a letter would have taken days. I would have had to write back at my own leisure. Like it's, it's interesting that now we feel so, Oh, well, I better get back to them. I better answer the call. It's like, no, I don't have to, like, this is a device for that purpose, but I'll get to you when I get to you. But I don't it might know, be it's... vital information, Bethany. They might be asking me something amazing or, or something I need to know. I, I just need to, let me just check and see on my phone. Right. <laughs> but it takes you out of your moment right now. Absolutely. And that's the only moment you have. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to give my moment to somebody else? Nah, not really. Mm. I try not to even look at who it is sending it because I don't, because I'm in my moment. Mm. And like when I get a chance, I don't know, it's helped me a lot because maybe it perhaps years ago would have been on my list. But now I realize like, oh, I just need to take my power back. Yeah. Yeah. And and I forget. 
that, you know, we dictate when we call, when we get information, because what happened to me just doing a callback, I was in a, an audition, going to an audition, a very, very important audition, huge audition. My mom was calling me. She called me twice. I wouldn't answer. So I close it, close it, close it. And then like the fourth call, I answer it and my aunt passed away. And so that was the information I got right before going into a life-changing audition. So it's interesting that I had a boundary and then I couldn't keep it. Like mm. I got to three, four, and I was just like, oh my God, something must be wrong. Um, but it's interesting because it can change your day. And I'm just like, nope, I'm taking yeah. my day back, you know, because people are frivolous with their information. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The thing is, the weird thing was like, as we're recording this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It is the, I think, 37th anniversary of Live Aid today. And I, during my dinner break today, I was watching some highlights of Live Aid. And like I say, in, at Wembley, there were 100,000 people and not, not one person oh, holding wow. up a mobile phone. And it was weird to see. Mm. because now whenever you go on youtube and you look at people where they filmed themselves at a concert everybody has their mobile phone and it was just really weird that it felt like it was like an, an old piece of film i know it's nearly 40 years old but watching queen up on stage and like everybody is just in the moment <laughs> loving the music and not thinking i can post this later and get views it was it was refreshing but just really weird to yeah. see did you hear bob dylan as of recording this today has announced a tour 
um, next year. And part of the um, thing of getting the tickets is you're not allowed to bring your mobile phone in, so you will be supplied a lockable bag. Yeah, so I've heard, I think Jack White does that a lot as well. Yeah, lots of yeah. bands here do it. Yeah. Right. So he's doing it. I mean, I went to see John Lydon um, a few weeks ago, and he was exactly the same. Didn't he ever chastise the gentleman at the front, I won't repeat it, for getting his phone out at the gig? But... You know, you see it, as I said, day in, day out, and people are just so busy looking down, they're missing everything that's around. Yeah. So I've used, I did used to use my phone a lot more. I was up to about three hours screen time a day. I've got it down to 30 minutes. There you go. Yeah. And nice. I feel so much better for it. I'll answer texts if I feel a buzz. When I, I mean, I drive for a living, so it's hard for me to be texting constantly, but... You know, I just, I'll answer a text when I get to it. But I will say, Neil, that's because you don't produce a podcast. I will say that. No. <laughs> that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, absolutely. To see, but, hate to look and see what my usage is on my mobile. Well, my see, I mean, I understand that. Is that. Using it for work is a different thing. I don't use Agreed. my phone for work. It's a completely yeah. different thing. But for yeah. pleasure is what I meant. Because I don't get a lot of pleasure. I can't watch TV on my phone. It hurts my eyes too much. You know, there's... But, uh, but the thing is, is... Neil, most people aren't getting pleasure. They don't know what they're getting. They're just getting something. But like, it's more, to me, distraction. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. It's distracting what their real life, which if they put a minute of their time into, would probably improve. Completely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, then, Bethany, your number six, please. Yeah, a lot less uh, deep than the one we just had. Uh, But I hate... This is going to sound horrible if, if anyone out there is, but I hate smokers and vapors. Okay. Like it's 2022. How much more do you need? How much more information do you need that you're just terrible at suicide? Like, cause you're <laughs> killing yourself every day for so long. Like that's how bad you are at it. Like just like, and then you're trying to do it to me. Mm. Cause see, I don't have a problem with you doing it if it didn't come into my air, but it does. And I, I cannot stand it. It's like, I, I get so angry because free air, it, air's the last thing that's free. Let me have it and let me have it fresh. I don't mm. want all the chemicals and stuff. Anyways, that's how I feel. I'm sure there's a lot of smokers who don't like me now, but no, I like- I agree. I agree. I think it's a thing that's dying out though, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Are you I mean, everyone's vaping here. It's just think? like a baba. They're just like, yeah. I mean, it's like, what is wrong with you? You're an adult. Mm. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Mm. It's another thing. Phone vape. Yeah. Phone yeah. vape. Well, as I'm, I am a, an ex-smoker. I, um, I used to smoke heavily. Um, but then I, I think we're sort of the last of the generation where it was everywhere when we were growing up. You know, it's been the thing. <laughs> And it's the worst. I always tell to say to my kids, it was the worst thing. I wish I'd, I wish I'd never started smoking. I wish I'd never done it. I blame my brother fully for it. He was gave me my first cigarette. I didn't understand. And off we went. I think I was only two. Um, <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> there's, it's horrible once you're addicted. And I, I, that's why I don't understand generations doing it now, because I had to, I've been through hypnotherapy, tablets, all sorts, and still never managed to quit until I had to go cold turkey. And yes, I did vape for a bit, but I had to to get myself off of the tobacco. Um, and yeah, I wish I'd never done it. So I agree with you, Bethany. Absolutely, I do I wish I'd yeah. never done it. Here, here, go on then, Neil. You're number six. 
Uh, I, as I said earlier, I drive for a living. It's the wankers in front of you that do not indicate or believe in indicating on where they're going. It's like we're all bloody mind readers. That's my number two. That's every my number day. Two. I don't understand it. Um, you know, Audi and BMW drivers. I know it's an optional extra to get an indicator, but please use it. It's it's just not right. They should never. They should have their license taken away from them. Mm. Yeah, we should be able to have that system we were talking about where when you're driving, you can be like, ah, no indicator. And then after you get like five hits of not using it, you don't get to drive anymore, buddy. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I love that we're okay with that system. Yeah. That's funny. Completely fine. Yeah. It's the the fact, for mine, it's like everyone else on the road pisses Mm. me off. It doesn't matter whether it's indicating, whether it's people that overtake or people that undertake or people that go slowly or people that go fast i am forever driving when i'm driving to work or coming home calling people knobheads or <laughs> fucking prick or what the fuck do you think you're doing all the time and i get myself in such a tiz because there are just pricks on the road everywhere and i i don't think i'm a prick i mean i may be there might be somebody else when i'm driving that go and look at that prick driving on the road but it's just everybody. And and the, the arrogance of people that feel that they don't have to indicate. Yeah. That's what gets me. Is why are you so special that you feel in a roundabout or a junction? You don't have to tell me where you're going. It just How hard is this, though? Exactly. Exactly. It's not like we're asking them to run a, while they're driving the car and, like, screw the light bulb in of the... Pull the sign out. Yeah. Yeah. You've just got to just move the little bar up and down. It's just... Or the old-fashioned arm indicators out the windows. Oh, those were the days. (laughs) Maybe you could just stick your big toe out of the window. That'd be a way of doing it. Oh, it's already out the front of the bonnet. I bet it is. that big. I bet it is. Um, toe, you said. Yes, I did, yes. Uh, my number six um, is people who stop walking right in front of you. Oh, yeah. That gets on my tits. I don't understand why that happens. It's normally when I'm with my, my wife, and my wife really gets irritated with me getting irritated that someone just, for some reason, just will stop. And there's no re- reason for them to stop. It's one reason why I hate IKEA. IKEA was very close to being in my top 10 because you get herded around in a specific order. You can't just follow the arrows. Yeah, you can't wander where you want. So if you're going along this trail of doom, then all of a sudden somebody in front of you stops. You have to stop. And there's no, I don't want to stop. I want to keep walking. I'm going to get angry now. I'm going to, you've got to keep walking. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And it just, in a cinema or somewhere like that, anywhere where you're walking, a, a, a supermarket, and someone will just stop in front of you or just fucks me off. Anybody? <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I agree. I, I hate it. I hate because they're so unaware. Like, you know what I mean? Because like your whole day just was like, blah, right yeah. in front of you. And you were protective of them. Like you could have ran, I could have kept walking and run right into you, but I didn't. I protected you. And then to just see them be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, what? It's not just the stopping, it's the fact they were stop and then they were like, smell the roses as if like they've completely forgotten where they were, what they were yeah. doing. And you just stood there going, and you don't want to say anything. You don't want to go, hello? Yeah? No? You don't want to look like a prick and act like a prick, but. Uh. Well, why are we the pricks for saying something? Because I this don't is why- know happening 
Yeah. Like, what I do on this path, just walk oh. straight into them. I always do it now. I just yeah, keep good. walking. And I was like, well, you stopped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's... Makes you feel better. Maybe I'll try that next time. Maybe yeah, I'll try do. that next time, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Do it while you're running. <laughs> Run yeah. straight. <laughs> well, that doesn't happen often. Right, Bethany, you're number five then, please. My number five are people that laugh after everything they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like what? Like people who are like, I, they're, they just think they're so funny. So it's like, oh, yeah, I showed up today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then my mom was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what is happening to you? You're not that funny. Like, yeah. No one, th- no one else is laughing. What is happening to your brain? Mm. Like, is, is that a joke? Cause you're just giving me solid information. I don't know. It's very awkward and weird. And I do want to say like, I'm a comic. So what was funny about that? Like, let me in mm. to your brain. What so what, what, what would, have you actually said that to somebody yet? And, and what did they say? Um, well, because I coach people, I have to call them on it because it's right. it's an insecurity. Right. So I have to call them on it. But yes, I do call them in that way. And I'll go, so what did you just think was funny? And then you ask them and they're just like, well, I, and then they're like, I guess nothing was. Yeah, you're not funny. Yeah. You're not <laughs> funny. So unless it's funny, that's why we laugh. Right. And, you know, it's this whole thing. But You think it becomes like a habit. Yeah, I mean, it is. It does stem from from insecurity. A lot of comics do it on stage, where like they tell a joke, and it's almost like they want to teach you when to laugh. But it's like mm. if you're funny, you're funny. You don't have to laugh here. Like sometimes you genuinely laugh at yourself. Like I have mm. said shit that's so funny. Like when I'm working on a new bit, I've done a line or something that cracked me the fuck up. I I, I admit it, but it's a genuine mm. laugh. It's not this like forced weird. Not only is it forced and weird. But it's identical every time. Right. Like yeah, every yeah. line, ha, ha, every line, ha, 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 and you're like, Ugh, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. See, I'm going to be self-conscious now. But I, but do I? I did it then. I laughed. You did. <laughs> you did. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I need to be. I don't. I won't laugh at anything I'm unless not, it's I'm not funny. saying anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I did it again. Did I do that? I don't know. Oh. Okay, Neil, you're number five, please. So it's those people, those that must be heard, that have to tell you exactly what their political view is when you're not interested. I don't like talking politics to many people at all. I'm not interested. I don't want to hear your view, so please don't ram it down my throat. I've even told people, I don't want to talk about this, I'm not interested, but they still have to bang on about it. So um, I'm all for bringing back hanging. (laughs) <laughs> my, my mom was she always told me and i i wish we could go back to this time but she was like you know there was a time where you never talked about sex your weight your religion and politics and she's mm-hmm. like where has that gone why do we have to sit down yeah. uh, you know and she doesn't even care about like sex and weight she's just like basically religion and politics i just keep it and no one else needs to know but again, I think with Facebook and social media, now social media, it's like, look yeah. who I voted for. Look at that, right? It's all these, we need to be heard, like you said. Yeah. I mean, um, the thing is, was it, was it as bad as it has been pre-Trump? Because it feels to me like Trump was the, like the watershed moment where 
people didn't care what they said and they and what like neil said earlier on that what they say is the truth and is right and what everybody else says is absolute bullshit right i don't think it's a trump thing i think it's a media thing i think the media pitted people against each other in a way that said well if your opinion's different then you must hate that person and not only that then it means they're xyz and you're like that never works like that. Like, of course, if someone feels this way, it doesn't mean I always, I always give the explanation of like, that's like saying every Catholic person has never had sex before marriage, didn't drink, doesn't swear. You know, it's like, no, of course not. Mm. Like you can't lump everyone into one Mm. thing because of one thing. And it's like, it's really sad because I feel like now it's because Trump's gone, it's, it's kind of smeared on everything now. Like if you yeah. like purple and I don't, then fuck you. Like we can't be friends. Yeah. Like yeah. people don't know how to discern the difference of, of a human being having a brain and being able to go, I have this opinion. You have this opinion. Let's go get a taco and have some fun. Like yeah. who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You know, exactly. You know, it's sad. Doesn't matter what your political beliefs are. If you, if you get along, you get along. Just right. Who cares? Just, be nice to each other for crying out loud. Right. Wise words, Neil. Have you ever thought about running in politics? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he must have stepped in shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, my number five is sounds. It's um, just those sounds, like dogs barking, snoring, babies crying, those stupid sounds that you hear. I have to wear like earphones when I go to sleep because a I've got tinnitus in one ear so I need the, the noise to be able to get to sleep but like my dog will be barking downstairs or something will be going on somewhere else my wife snores I need to get rid of that noise because I cannot relax and those kind of noises that are just grating noises but repetitive shrills that just just get on my nerves and that's one of those things that really piss me off do you guys have leaf blowers in the UK? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. I, well, not in our street, really. But uh. yeah, they're a constant in LA. There, it's just a constant noise of blowing leaves. And a, I think, why are we blowing leaves? You're just blowing them back <laughs> this direction, and someone's going to come by. Like, I don't understand. It's not like they're collecting it in a pile and doing something with it. I don't understand it. Um, but those noises, yes, agreed. I can't with that. Or yeah, the incessant dog next door. Cause then I just think about the poor dog. Why is it barking? No one's home. Right. If a baby's crying though, I don't care. It's like, just do something with that baby. Like, yeah. I don't, you know? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, our, our, the, the little sausage dog that we've got, he's fine at nighttime. It's just, he barks at everything else. Someone make <laughs> see, fucking little piece of shit um he he will just bark at anything even when there's nothing around he will bark and it and again my wife says it's just how he is i said maybe he has tinnitus maybe he does but i say we're supposed to be the dominant creature we're supposed to tell him when he's allowed to do things and not allowed to do things he's like i mean you empower people bethany Am I right or am I wrong that we should take the upper hand with the dog and he shouldn't bark when we don't want him to bark? Yeah, you can train him to do that. How? Uh, <laughs> well, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, I mean, get I don't a know. trainer, but every time he does it, you can, right? You got to do like that Caesar guy. You just got to show him who's boss. You just own it. Be the alpha. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. 
and make these weird noises. And then okay. the dog's like, why does he keep making these fucking noises? I hate these noises. That's <laughs> What's idea. the noise again? Do it again. Ah. I'm going to try that tonight. I'm going to go up to yeah. him. Really confuse the little shit and go, well, wait yeah. until he barks. Just don't do it. <laughs> Fred, ah, ah, and see what he says. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I'm just going to go off and bark. I'm just training the dog. I'll bark yeah. at you. Yeah, okay. We'll give that a try. Uh, Bethany, then, your number four, please. My number four is hands down across the board. There isn't an exception. I hate and I get pissed off at every romantic comedy. I think they're stupid. I think they're never romantic. They're never funny. I've never chuckled at a romantic comedy. They're all absurd. And if I see another chef or baker as the lead in in this movie, like I can't, I don't get it. It's like love never works that way. And I don't understand why people believe it or want to believe it. It's It agitates me so much. Would you watch it if you were starring in it? No, would, I wouldn't. Would you take the role, though? No, I wouldn't. Oh, really? Well, as long as they told me it wasn't a romantic comedy, because then I would just throw it into comedy. Yeah. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There really is a formula to romantic comedies that is just barfable. It's like, I. it's just, I, and as a writer, maybe that's why, but I watched two seconds of it. I know the whole movie, and I know what's going to happen. Mm. And it's it, there's just no fun to that. It feels to me like the the nineties rom com is making a comeback. It absolutely is, and that's what they're asking for. Yeah, it's just the like, George Clooney yeah. Julia Roberts movie that's coming out. I saw the, the the trailer for that when I went to the cinema last week. There was the Channing Tatum Sandra Bullock one, which I didn't didn't find the Lost City. I think it was called. That was wasn't particularly funny. No, yeah, I'm not. They I'm never not a, are. No, I'm not a big fan of rom coms. Yeah. Neil, do you like a good rom com? Not particularly. No, no, I, I can't say that I can even think of one that I really like. So, no. No, they're awful. They're garbage mm. and they should be burned. Mm. Even the ones that are classed as classic. I mean, like, I watched the last... What, like, uh, You've Got Mail or something? What's the one? Well, that... Love Actually was the one I was thinking of. Because I was oh. watching... No, not Love Actually. Isn't Notting that Hill. a Christmas Sorry, one? Notting, Notting Hill. I watched 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes of that. And it was... I just didn't laugh once. And I of just course. didn't... Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with you on that. And they, they come from such fantasy as well, don't they, the rom-coms? Like you said, Notting Hill. He's living in smack bang one of the highest priced areas of London, which is... With a struggling Japan. bookshop. And he's got a struggling right, bookshop. Right, right. It's like, sell your fucking place, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Pay right. a bill. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, right, so Neil, you said mobile phones. I did. So my number four is is my fourth best thing that pisses me off is talking and mobile phones in the cinema. Uh, Whether people are text messaging or whether they're just scrolling on their phones. I know it's linked to the mobile phone one, but but anybody that's causing a fuss in a cinema, you know, pre-mobile phones, when people just would buy a ticket and then just talk all the way through the phone, all the way through the, the movie. I don't... Right, so here's a question for both of you. What is the cutoff at a cinema for people to be quiet? Is it, do you say during the commercials, during the actual trailers for the movie, or when the movie starts? Where do you say is the cutoff? For me, they should be quiet when it's the trailers. Bethany, what do you say? I say when the movie starts. I okay. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I need popcorn. Oh, go get me some pop. Go, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Especially because trailers are, they're like commercials. We see them on TV all the time. Usually I've seen the trailers. 
Um, yeah, these days I would opinion. agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, one thing I used to do was love to go to the cinema, get there in time to see the trailers. Now, like you say, you can see them all online before you go to the cinema. Neil, where do you say is the cutoff? Uh, well, I will talk about this later. Oh, right. Okay. Um, okay. But I would say uh, years ago, probably the trailers, but now before the movie starts. Yeah. You know, they even give you a fucking warning in the they cinema. They do. You know, the film will start, go and get your popcorn, go and get your drinks now. Turn your phones off. Yeah. And, I mean, and again, why would you spend whatever it is to get to the cinema and then talk yeah. away through, through the movie? What's the fucking point of that? Yeah. I think they do sense. that at home too, though. Like if they were watching, they probably just do it at home. That's fine, but I'm not sat in their living room trying to no, watch no, a movie. No, no, I know. I'm just saying they don't feel its difference. Uh, well, I don't just know. Assholes, aren't they? Yes. Um... Bethany, your number three, then, please. My number three are is friends that I've given plants to that when I go over to their house, the plants either dead or gone. Right. <laughs> okay. Like that will piss me off because, like, first of all, it shouldn't be gone because if you can't handle it, and give it back. It's living. What did you do with it? Mm. Second, if it's dying. You can't put some water in a plant. Like, I'm not handing out, like, you know, uh, crazy hard, what are those, lilacs? What was that? Yeah, um, those really difficult flowers. Like, I'm not handing those out. I'm handing out, like, ivies and green plants that just need water and sun. So it's, and then I think, is that how little you're adding into our friendship? Like, you can't take care of a plant. Are you really taking care of our friendship? Like, I really compare the two, and I'm just like, no, I'm pissed. That's a bit of that's quite a responsibility though to give somebody a plant as because it's you're giving them a living thing. Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> All right. No, because I would but, I would feel a great sense of responsibility that somebody is giving me a living thing to we kill every plant that we ever buy. You know, and we do we do water them. It's just for some reason I just think that they don't like us and they just would rather die than than live with us. So if you yeah. gave me a plant, and that, which is a beautiful thing to do, say, here you are, I want to give you this as a gift, I would feel so much under pressure that I'm going to kill this lovely gift that you've given me. But oh, then you go, oh, then you say, how do I do this? And then I help you. Or mm. I don't know if I can handle this. And then I go, give me it back. <laughs> but then you're like, throwing, the, throwing the gift back in your face, and that would be horrible. Only if I took it personally, I wouldn't. I oh, think... Right. I don't know. Like to me, it's if you can't handle it or you're like, oh yeah, I love it. And you take it for a week and it starts looking like fucking Freddy Krueger's face, like <laughs> hand it back to me. Like, let's save this thing or read a book or watch a YouTube video or whatever. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I never thought of it really that I was giving any responsibility, but I just take it as like, we're not friends. You're right. not taking care <laughs> <Okay>. of <laughs> Also, Pav, if you were, if Bethany was to give you a plant, it would get you off your mobile phone a bit. Because you'd have to look after the plant. Well, yeah, but I'd have to go onto Google to find out how to look after that plant. No, Bethany said she'd tell you. Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, you okay. know, every negative, find the positive. You're absolutely right, Neil. You're absolutely right. Okay, Neil, you're number three. Rudeness. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I worked in retail for a long time, and there's no need for it. You know, the per- the person serving you is on minimum wage, just even if you can't be bothered to engage in conversation, thank the poor 
person that served you, just at least give them thanks. Don't start firing down their throat because your bunch of grapes were all rotten in the middle. It's not like they fucking grew the grapes and gave them to you. You know, they served you in good hope that they were good. Be nice and they'll help you. Be not so nice, especially in restaurants and things like that. You're going to end up with something dubious in your resent out meal. Rudeness should not be tolerated at any level. Get There you go. I'll have a political campaign to stamp out rudeness. Good. I agree. I can't stand it. I don't understand. If you, if you aren't feeling like you can treat somebody the way you want to be treated and like a human being, then stay home. Mm. Absolutely. Stay home. Yeah. And since since the last two lockdowns and all of this COVID palaver, I am finding rudeness a lot more now. People have become a very selfish, I'm afraid <laughs> to say, especially in this country, a lot more than they were before. It's very much become a me, 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 fuck you society. And I don't like that. You know, the sense of communities are all gone and I'm I'm not enjoying it. But if you remember how it was the first month of lockdown, that very first lockdown, everyone was so nice to each other. Yeah, weren't they? Everybody was lovely to each other, and it was like they, everyone had this this renewed love of mankind. And everybody, when you went out for your little bit of uh, of exercise, would say, "Hi, how are you doing?" From a distance, you were nice to your drivers. Out every Thursday night, clapping the nurses. That didn't last very long. Well, as at soon all. as we were given our freedom back, we were back to yeah. being and worse. I yeah. think, especially again going back to on the roads. Mm. I'm seeing it, you know, it's like people have forgotten the basics of driving and just become Neanderthal and ploughing through wherever they want to be. And that goes through all the walks. Yeah. Just start, let's have a little bit more respect and get rid of this rudeness. I agree. Yeah. I I agree. But saying that, my number three is bad customer service. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. It's not the the same as as like going to a waiter or a waitress or somebody that works in a supermarket and saying, you know, these potatoes are no good. It's when you have people that their job is to make sure that something is right Mm. and they don't do their job right. My daughter has had had a nightmare with a brand new car that she bought. Um, and I took it upon myself to contact this company to to sort it out because I felt they were taking advantage of a young woman going to buy a car that I thought to myself, that's going to be dodgy. They could sell her anything. She doesn't know. And it felt like that's what happened. So I had to contact them. And the thing is, the people that are on the front line are always the people that get the shit. And whenever I'm having a go at people like this, whether it's internet provider or my TV provider, I always say that I am not having a go at you you know, the people that I'm talking to, because they are the front line. They're the people that get this shit. But if you're there and your business is to do a specific thing and you're not doing that specific thing, I think I'm in my right to say you're not doing a very good job and you need to sort things out. And it's bad customer service is one of those things, especially since the COVID and lockdowns, it's so much harder to get to speak to the people that you need to speak to, which only pisses you off even more. Um, So... That's all I'm going to say about that because I will get really angry about that. And no, it. I agree with you. On I that. agree. I yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nothing to disagree there. Good. Okay. Bethany, your number two, please. My number two, and there's a two part to this. Ooh. My number two, what pisses me off is adults with braces. And here's why because I find that when you're an adult and you have braces, you want to show everybody. Do you right. notice that? They're all just like, it's like, 
look, take it from a teenager. They they learn how to smile like this because they don't want anyone to know. I just don't like how it's just so out there. Like they just want everyone to know, look at I'm an adult with braces. But in the same token, my number two is I also hate adults with fucked up teeth. Oh, right. so, <laughs> it's oh, like, we're, we're British, so you better. Right. Look, oh, it's man. like, oh, yeah. God, you know, but it's like you've made it as, as an adult. You haven't fixed it yet. Like, come on. But then if you have braces, shut your mouth. So it's interesting. Uh, I see where I go wrong both ways. So I feel like it's a wash. It's so a wash. in America, is it fashionable to have braces as an adult? Um. I mean, I don't think so, but I feel like when adults finally get them or something, they're just so, I, I they think they maybe look like a teenager. I don't know, but it's, I, I see it very rarely because obviously, especially in LA, I mean, my God, everyone gets everything fixed by 13. Right. So um, there's really not that many, but there will be these random views. And I don't know if they're like proud of it or they're excited. I don't know, but it's just weird. It's a, it's, it's shocking to me. I'm just like, ah, and I kind of, so it's my own thing, obviously. It's perfectly. No, fine. that that's fair enough. And I think it's the thing, it's like, especially in somewhere like LA, image is everything, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking about, I suppose that somewhere like LA has got the most beautiful waiters and waitresses you've ever seen. I mean, they're stunning. Yeah. They have zero talent, but they're stunning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe they need empowering by you, Bethany. Mm, that's what it that's is. That's what it is. I think it is. Uh, right then, Neil, you're number two. Quite a simple one. Money or lack of it. It annoys mm. me when I come to the end of a month and I suddenly realise I haven't paid a bill and I haven't got enough money in the bank. Shite. It, it annoys me. It's my own my own doing. I probably spend too much or I've spent too much that month, but it isn't, you know. But I also want to say it does annoy me that Minimum wage annoys me. I, I just, it, it should be up there more, if you see what I mean. So I'm almost sounding political, but um, the cost of living is cra- crazily rising, but wages aren't. And here, here, let's get something done about that. But money annoys me. It's become the be end of everything or lack of everything. And uh, let's go back to bartering shall we <laughs> i'll sell you my turnips <laughs> if you sell me your cider path well okay. by the way that's where they feel like it's gonna go so get your skills on now oh. i mean that's that's i i'm not gonna talk about it because it's political no <laughs> don't well you can talk about it just don't ram it down my throat <laughs> yeah yeah well we don't really have that much time so no, i'm not I... gonna go there but we can okay. do that another time yes indeed Indeed. Um, right, so my number two is everyone else on the road. So, Bethany, uh, before we re- reveal our number ones, if you want to give us a countdown from 10 to 2, please. Sure. Here we go. The business side of business and networking. Number two, talking to people. Number three, pet owners who walk their dog in hot weather without protecting their fur baby feet. Number four, voiceover actors on Netflix foreign shows. Number five, vaping slash smokers. Number six, uh, people that laugh after everything they say. Number seven, romantic comedies. Number eight, friends I've given plants to and they've let the plant die. 
just like our friendship. Number nine. Wait, did I just go backwards and then mess up? You I did. did Number but don't two. Because I, I went, I went the opposite way. You on did. <laughs> Number two. People who can't count. <laughs> uh, no. Number two. Adults with braces and also adults with fucked up teeth. Excellent. Neil, you're 10 to 2, please. So, number 10, no, toi- no toilet roll. Number 9, standing in dog shit. <laughs> number 8, Facebook. Number 7, stubbing a toe. Number 6, people who don't indicate when driving. Number 5, people who must be heard about politics. Number 4, mobile phones. Number 3, rudeness. Number 2, money or lack of it. Lovely. And mine is number 10, people who cut in line. Nine, bad commercials. Eight, uh, with social media. Seven, mobile phones. Six, people who stop walking. Five, just sounds. Four, talking and phones in the cinema. Three, bad customer service. And two, everyone else on the road. Bethany, what is the number one thing that pisses you off? Number one. Well, let me first just preface it by saying my number two, I only added the adult part with fucked up teeth because it was funny. Not because I really care. It really is just adults with braces. Okay, good. I'm glad we just got that out of my way. Okay, number one, and this is very specific to me. So this may not be relatable. I don't know. Number one is my fiance's fart while I'm sleeping. Okay. Oh, yeah, that annoys me as well. Yeah, because they're horrific, first Mm. of all. Second of all, I'm in bed comfortable. And now I need to move because I get physically angry with smelly things. I get physically, like I start punching the pillow. I yell at him. I'm just so pit. And by the way, I, he can fart all day long. He does. Like, it's just part of being a man, but it's something about like, I'm always just right about to fall asleep. And then he'll let something out. And the smell just like brings me back awake. And (laughs) I don't know why, but I physically get angry about it. And it's just this poor little gas fart. Like, I don't, I mean, I wish it was different. I, I but yeah. And he's it. asleep, I'm assuming. No, no, he's awake. He oh, no. Oh, right. Okay. So they, that's why also I get mad because he could have got up. <laughs> yeah. And just farted somewhere else, but he doesn't. No. Right. Bethany, I'm thinking can I ask you maybe, a question? Oh, go on. Yes, go on. of course. Has he ever given you a Dutch oven? <laughs> he knows not to give me a Dutch oven. And let me tell you something about his farts. He doesn't have to. They permeate right through those sheets. I mean, I don't know what it is. They're magical farts. They're, they're, they, uh, it's like that Pepe Le Pew thing with the, (laughs) with the, you you can physically see it. You can physically see see it. it. And it just, it goes in your nose, whether you want it or not. And then it stays there. Yeah. Like having a full meal. It's just awful. Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah, maybe as a as a return to the from the Marmite, you could get a jar with one of his farts in and send it to us and send it to you guys. I would love. He would love that. It would be nice. I mean, I it would be interesting to see whether it would travel. And, and yeah. I'll, let, I'll let you investigate. Pam, I'll, right? I'll send I'll you film. Neil's. I'll send you Neil's uh, um, address. Yes. And, uh, and no, because Bethany might love the Marmite, and then you know, I would. Yeah, as I'm far as I'm concerned, I think out. they're gonna they're gonna smell pretty much the same. Marmite and uh, your fiance's Are they? Yeah. Marmite and Guff. Not to me, they don't. Yeah, I think so. Um, Right, Neil, you're number one, please. So you've already uh, mentioned it. It's talking in the cinema, theatre or other event where, specifically where the the, the thing has started, the play, the film, and then somebody decides to talk about what they're going to have for tea. 
fuck you, talk about it outside. It really does wind me up. And I do speak up. It's the one thing I do, talk, you know, I will shout at somebody who starts talking in the cinema. I will as well. Yeah, I can't be doing with it. I really can't. I'm like, you know, if you've gone to the theatre, especially in London, you're talking £100 a ticket now, which is quite a lot of money. I don't want to spend that and listen to Doris in front of me telling me how she's going to knit a new bloody jumper for a boyfriend. It's piss off. Just piss off. And that sounds very it. specific. I was going to say, what show are you going to? There's a hundred pounds a ticket. Hamilton. Where people. Are, are people <laughs> <laughs> doing well, it was for boyfriends. Goodness. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just it's always an inane conversation that really doesn't need to be had. Yeah, and it's rude. Always, and it is rude. And you know, there's. 500 people watching the same thing as you and everybody else manages to shut up. Why can't you? Yeah. And that's all it is. Completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, my number one is all politicians, all politics, doesn't matter if it's left wing, right wing, conservative, Labour, it's just all of it gets on my tits. They are all for themselves, not for the people. It doesn't matter whether it's British, whether it's American. It's quite simply that they are, they all just want power and they don't really, really care about the the people. Career the people politicians. Are yeah, well, it's just all of them. And mm. as much as I'm, I'm sure there are wonderful people that have morals and want to do, but I still think as soon as they get in the system, they are just for themselves. Um, you've only got to see what's happening in this country at the moment in regards to all of a sudden people were backing Boris. Now they're all fighting to be the, the prime minister. You've got to see what's happening in America with the Supreme Court and all of that bullshit. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous and disgusting. And the fact that it's mainly old white men telling everybody how the world should be and not looking at what needs to be done. And that I think, and and I think if people were able to sort things out properly, the world would be a better place. More people would have more money, more mm. more resources, and I think it's just it's just greed. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's, my number one is greed as opposed to politicians, but they're all assholes as far as I'm concerned. Here, here, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, anybody, I would mean, like say, we don't really want to go into politics. I, I was very reticent to put it in as number one. Neil but and I just, I just made the same face. We're like, Mm-mm. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have top 10 political issues as a. As oh, a, please yeah. Don't. Top 10 politics hates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics hates. Yeah. It would be yeah. good. Now, we've got a few honorable mentions, but I know that, Bethany, you need to, to get away. So, should we say goodbye to you? Bethany yes please I have is that okay yeah Bethany thank you so much for joining us on our 50th episode yes honestly Bethany so honored to be here on your 50th and that anniversary episode like it's I'm so tickled it's amazing I'm I'm I hope I'm on several more. I love you guys. I think you're fantastic. Thank you. Oh, you would, we, we would love to have you back anytime. Always welcome. We'll find another nice meaty uh, subject to uh, maybe top 10 political. Maybe top 10 meats. Who knows? Top 10 meats. Wouldn't that be yeah. a great one? That would be a great one. I'm going to go away and try and not laugh at everything I say because now I feel very, very self um what's the word self empowered now you yes yes i feel like oh. and self-aware so i'm going to be self-empowered but i feel self-aware but we'll say for, for for the moment bethany thank you so much enjoy your marmite yes i will i will record it and i will send it to you guys as soon as i get it i mean Excellent. as soon as i uh get bread to put it on and yeah. uh just if anybody wants follow me that's all i need 
We will put uh, your details in the show notes. And uh, like I say, we'll put your uh, commercial in the video playlist as well. So everyone can have that as well. And we will say follow, follow, follow Bethany. Indeed. Absolutely. Thank you, Bethany. Yes, I would love to tour out there. Excellent. Uh, Yes, we would love you to be there. That would be great. We'd come and see you. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a lovely day. See ya, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, it's just the two of us now, Neil. So we will go through uh, here. The honourable mentions. Let's go through some honourable mentions. Uh, Lindsay Pananen said, people who are rude to service people, especially food advice. And also I get pissed when people dismiss whole generations of people, like thinking that teens aren't smart or millennials are lazy. The judgment is aggravating. Uh, Kelly Bart says, the US Supreme Court really pisses me off. Uh, Robin, lovely Robin Harika. Hello, Robin. Uh, she put a video on. It wasn't related to what it was a video she put on, but uh, she did link it to us when I was, she saw what we were doing. Um, and she was basically saying about people on their phones not taking notice of anyone around them. So that's quite apt for some of the things that we've been saying today in a couple of respects. Uh, Lisa Buchanan said people that don't respect personal space, even more so after COVID. Ugh, so irritating. Stu Grant, here we go, says racism, sexism, misogyny, homophobia, littering, people walking around with loud music playing, not cleaning up after the dog, wearing masks incorrectly, standing too close to me in a queue, people standing in a doorway or aisle, shop assistants uh, talking to friends, Brexiteers, paedophiles, shall I go on? Then he did another post for me and said, oh, I forgot, school gate etiquette, feral kids and playing nice. So there you go. I think he got a lot off his chest there. Uh, <laughs> Peter Wixie said people who don't clean up after themselves. Uh, Laura Dix said the price of petrol, the laughable size of what was once a lion bar, the tiny bastard foil caps they put on cosmetics, who has the time for that shit, sticking yourself in the eye with a mascara brush, pain, real pain, you must know that, Neil. Uh, everyone when I am hungry, the whole world and his wife, Crisps, everything about them. No one will pursue me otherwise. Kira Knightley, just because. I'm sure she is very nice, but nope. The UK government, full stop. And people that don't say thank you when you hold the door open. Mm. I could go on and on and on. And she says, can you tell that I'm hungry? Hungry. Indeed. Jeff Flores said, people of Costco and their need to block the entire aisle with their shopping cart while we are looking at something on the shelf. Then they stare at you when you say, excuse me, blah. Idiots who do not put back their shopping carts in the cart corral. Is that, is that what it's called in this country? What, what do you call it where they put the shopping trolleys, Neil? I don't know, really. I've never really thought about it. But I think cart corral. That's, that's, that's good, cool. yeah. That we'll, is cool, isn't we'll it? We'll adopt that one. Yeah, the cart corral. Well, next time I go to Tesco's with my wife, I'm going to say, I'm going to go and get a cart from the cart corral and see what yeah. she says. I think that's very cool. Uh, but instead, they leave the cart in an empty parking spot. Grr. Uh, Prius drivers, they all suck. <laughs> uh, drivers who cannot seem to stay in their lane when making a left or right turn and somehow magically end up cutting me off because they are stupid. Kids who literally think they know how to do everything, but when you ask them to do something, they have have to YouTube it first. Seriously, if you can't figure out how a cassette player works, why are you touching my stereo? (laughs) Uh, Another one, soft people. If you can't take a joke, don't talk to me. It's not that I don't like soft people. But if I can't say certain things around you because you are going to be offended, stay at home. 
Uh, and then uh, she, he also says, uh, FB. Oh, Facebook. Facebook. There you go. Uh, I literally got in trouble with someone I post something I posted five years ago. Really? How am I supposed to know that I was going to offend Facebook five years in the future? And also people who make lists complaining about things, lol. Uh, JK says, love you, long time. <clears throat> Rachel Davis says, neighbors who argue loudly and then make up loudly. And finally, Dave Wadge says, MPs constantly telling us, the public, that what the public really want to know when they get asked a question about what we, the public, actually really want to know. So there you go. Thank you very much, everybody. For yes, thank your, you. Your honourable mentions. Um, and I think that's about it then, Neil. It is. Just got a few little things to splurge out for you. <laughs> splurge away. Okay. You can find us on all the social medias at Top 10 Pods. That, um, please do come give us a click, give us a like, give us a follow, even though we've just moaned about it, but please do. Email us at top10pods at hotmail.com. If you've got any suggestions for lists or any other topics, please do let us know. Come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top10pods, where you get all sorts of rewards, where you could even be a guest yourself on the pod and check out all our links via Linktree. You can find the link in the show notes and please do come subscribe and leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast from. Wonderful. So that's it. Episode 50 in the bag. Happy um, birthday. Uh, happy birthday indeed. Um, again, a big thank you to Jenny and to Chris Arkle for being our latest Patreon subscribers. Yes, thank, thank you guys. You so much for your support and for everybody else that is a member of our Patreon as Neil said, go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods. Loads of uh, extra rewards, including the video playlist for certain tiers. Um, I think that's it. Happy there 50th, is. Neil. Happy 50th, Pav. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, that's it. Thank you once again to the lovely Bethany Dwyer. Um, I'll put her links in the show notes as well. I think my voice is going. Really? <coughs> Be careful. You got to, you got to stop this smoking in public. I got to. Yes, and you've got to stop standing in dog shit. I you must. really have. It's not. It's good an annoying you. habit. It is. Um, that'll do. So thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. Uh, and that's it. Let's go start the countdown. Ten, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.